for one. I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it, and then we edit, or I edit about stuff at the beginning and and all Mm -hmm. that. You were going to say something, Jerry. Sorry, I talked over you. I I was just going to make a joke. (laughs) This could be the start of your uh, career, Jack. (laughs) 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 Say, who was that guest person? He should get his own. (laughs) My career. I keep trying to end my career if they keep popping up. Yeah, there you go. Your podcast on these. It was a while back, but it was through Sutter Health. Mm-hmm. As a, um, um, a webinar, and um, a lady, um, she was an Indian lady, but she was Amer- you know, she was a, she did not have, if any accent, you know, much. So she'd been here either all her life or, or mostly. But a lot of the stuff that I heard, and because the, the whole, I think the the thing that goes against it the most is the name. Yeah. Because start thinking oh i'm gonna have to shave my head i'm gonna have (laughs) you know orange you know clothing you know and start going around with tambourines and stuff like that and it it was just all pretty much what i would say common sense stuff Mm -hmm. seemed to me yeah and so i think that's the somehow you have to break through the fact that this sounds like the Beatles once again going to India. <laughs> yeah, and it's a bit like that. I think yeah. one thing that struck me was that if you don't have a context for the recommendations, they are kind of common sense things. Like your grandmother might tell you it's cold outside, put a coat on. Yeah. And that's, it's it's a lot of it's like that. And then we as Americans, we kind of say, no, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to put a coat on. <laughs> yeah. I want to have ice in my water. Well, that's me, the ice in the water business. When she, I mean, she was going on all the stuff, and I was going, I go, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. You're right, but I'm gonna put ice in my 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 drink. Right. As a matter of fact, Mary, I think the last time we were together, you put ice hey. in the water. Hey, hey, hey! Some people who know me might be listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you'll have to edit that out. I'll have to edit that out. But, uh, but you're right. Is sometimes you do things that you know that are not optimal. Exactly. They give you joy. Mm-hmm. And, um, neither my wife nor my daughter like ice in their drinks. Yeah. They just don't like I'm, I'm not that much of a fan myself. I'm the guy with ice. Mm-hmm. And I share it with our dog. So, <laughs> so and for those people that have, have been following along, like if you have more pitta in your constitution, you're probably going to reach for the ice in your drink. And the vatas and the kaffas are a little cool anyway, so they aren't going to like it. One thing I want to ask you before I go off on that tangent, I want to ask, so when they approached you at Sutter Health and said, hey, you're going to have this webinar, what was your thought? I mean, why did they have that? Was it just kind of a part of work or was it a health thing? How did well, it come up? Mind, I'm retired, but I'm a I'm um, a member of Sutter. I mean, I can go to Sutter Health. My doctor's there. Mm-hmm. And my insurance is through, you know, is affiliated with Dr. Um, with Sutter and they just started sending me these um, health things like once a month or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you did that though. You followed up on it where probably a lot of people just tossed it. What were you thinking when you decided to follow up on it? Out of my mind. No. Um, <laughs> I just thought I would, you know, I'm, I'm trying as time goes on to be, 
um, open to different things. And I said, this is Sutter Health, and they're putting this thing, so I should be looking at it. See, it's a mainstream medical organization, and if they are putting a seminar on it, it must be interesting. Also, I'm interested in anything that might mellow me out a little bit, whatever. But, you know, we're getting older. We can't get away with all the stuff we got we did before. Yeah. So I also have a, a policy of following doctor's orders. <laughs> you always follow doctor's orders? Almost always. Uh-huh. There are, there are, I mean, doctors are notorious for asking, you know, when you have a complaint and then they ask you what you, what you like, and then they say, don't do that anymore. So I have to be careful. <laughs> right. about um, it's also, you know, I have a running joke with my doctor about, you know, that I'm, I'm taking heroin. So now I'll stop to be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they, they, they're always looking for something, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, but generally speaking, my doctor cares about my health more than I do. My dentist cares more about my health, my teeth than I do. My eye care guy cares more about my eyes than I do. And that's the way I want it. I want, mm -hmm. I want caretakers that, that care. Well, mm -hmm. that's what you're paying for, right? Well, that's what you're paying for. But that's also, you know, you're putting your hands in their, you know, your life in their hands. when you That's true. Deal with them. So, um, and, you know, someone that you can talk to, because I've had, um doctors that treated me very poorly and it's not it's not a very pleasant experience right so that's basically so i'm i'm dealing with an organization that i that is um that my doctor is associated with and they put out they put out the thing um what this webinar and and I'm not saying the name because I always get it wrong. Um, <laughs> That's why we call this I Your Wet Now, right? Because <laughs> it's like, huh? how am I supposed to say this? Yeah. And, um, so, but basically, and then they had, I mean, it wasn't just the Indian lady. It was, it was this Caucasian man as well. And they were just, and they talked about it in a, not in a, Let's have the light flow. Let's put the incense on. It, they they talked to in a, in a very sensible, straightforward manner, and they talked, you know, and and it wasn't like it just did not seem to be anything more than sensible. Yeah, that's what. And then you guys came along within a, within a month, and I'm going like, what's going on here? <laughs> Well, it's funny. I started studying Ayurveda 25, let's see, 95, 28 years ago. And we've always heard like, oh, it's on this precipice. It's going to really explode and everybody's going to be doing this. And it's never really approached that. And I was at a workshop where a man that um, I knew had also been teaching for like more than 20 years. And he said, I just thought more people would know the word by now, you know? It's like, we're still stuck. We're still stuck at that point of people going, huh, I are what now? What's that all about? No, this is normal. This is normal. Some of my gardening practices that I, you know, I didn't invent, I picked up and I got a laughed at and I just kept 
plucking away. And after a while, after decades and decades, it's become the cool thing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Some of my beekeeping um, um, mechanisms, they're beginning to be more and more the cool thing. Whereas before they're like, really like, why would you do that? Right. And so I think this is not, I think it was wishful thinking that you, that it would explode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wishful, delusional. I don't know. No, you just have to, the thing is, it's like, it's like almost anything. So you build up a certain, um, what do you call it? Um, word retrieval has always been an issue for me. Jerry could um, attest to well, that. Well, maybe you're you're in an Ayurvedic bubble. It's not helped it, you know? I can't believe it. Um, you know, you get a certain amount of density, but it's not density, it's not the word I'm doing, but, but but you build up, build up, build up, build up. And it's at a certain point that that, then it, um, then it seems to explode. But it's right. the same thing. We see movie stars and we go like, wow, they've been really movie stars. And they say like, it was 20, 30 years before I began. Yeah, that's right. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, we're overnight success. Yeah. yeah. After 25 years, I've been overnight success. <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you hear that term like the hundredth monkey? The I've heard it. The hundredth monkey is the idea. There was a anthropological study that was being done on this tribe of monkeys. And the first one monkey washes a mango. And then eventually a second monkey sees him. And that monkey washes a mango. And eventually found there was a certain point at which all the monkeys everywhere started washing the mangoes, yeah, you know, exactly. and it was like they said, there's a critical mass that you reached yeah, that. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and, there I, you and go. I think we're like at 30, 40 monkeys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not monkeys yet. Hey, you get more monkeys in on this. Huh? <laughs> right. I think the harder you push, the more resistance you get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And right. so, I hate to tell you this, but it's just, just the way it, the world works occasionally something just takes off but those things usually deflate instantly because they're, yeah. they're real mm -hmm. they're just too um they're too bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i hear that there's mm -hmm. you know the thing i think too is that confusing is i don't, i'm not surely that sure that ayurveda in the u.s knows what it is like i think ayurveda is a great preventative practices it's lifestyle practices to keep you healthy longer Mm -hmm. And then I have people who say, yeah, but I got a sty in my eye. So how would Ayurveda fix that? And it's like, <laughs> well, Ayurveda would drive you to the doctor and, and have something put in your eye. <laughs> and then, you know, and then... that, that is the issue. That is the issue. I mean, mm -hmm. it's about Ayurveda as being it. Mm -hmm. It's talk. It's yeah. part of the package. And I think right. you know that. Yeah, and this might not be at the best uh, um, analogy, but I think it's almost closer to Buddhism than it is to uh, um, Western medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that it's a lifestyle choice, and it's kind of how you look at things and how you uh, experience the world. Yeah, but once you say the word Buddhism, then you've, you've turned off a huge amount of people. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to tell anybody but you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleep you. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think there's a, po a point to what Jack is saying, which is it gets um, woo woo. You know, it's like you say the word Ayurveda and so he goes, hey, I, I just shut off half my head. I don't want to hear it. Or I've had people come up to me at fairs and go, oh, I know Ayurveda. You're the ones who tell me not to drink coffee. Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, I wouldn't really 
tell you that unless the coffee was causing a problem and it was not, you know, not suited to your disposition and your nature and all that. But it's like we have this, Ayurveda has so many rules. What I was hearing was, well, you know what? You might not want to have coffee later in the evening. And it's like, well, duh, I'm middle age or beyond. (laughs) But but that's the point. It's like a lot of these things are things that my regular doctor would have, would be telling me Mm -hmm. back to the Buddhism. I can take you to the Hebrew, you know, the Hebrew laws and everything. Well, guess what? I'm an atheist, but I follow most of those rules because they're basically rules that people in society Dude, in order to live with each other. Right. So that's when you talk about the Buddhism, well, those are sort of the same things from what the lady was telling me on the webinar. You know, a lot of this stuff was it's been just built up over a long time. And it's like we found out if you did if you did this, you're gonna have a bad day tomorrow. You know right. what I mean? And that's just <laughs> that's not like the magic you know, frog that you found on, you know, at the top of the mountain that spoke to you, it's basically <laughs> what we did is we trial and error over thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. No, I think, I think you're right. That's why I really wanted to have this conversation with you, even though at first you were saying, I don't know if I remember that much about it, but I think this is, is exactly why we're doing the podcast is people are one, it's hard to find information about it. That's not just, uh, don't put ice in your drink, go to bed at 10, get up early, get some exercise during the day, all these things that, yeah, we know we should be doing, <laughs> but maybe yeah. we're not, maybe we're not doing. And in a way that it's not foreign, I guess. Well, I, I guess... I'll tell you one thing that was really exotic that the lady said. Mm-hmm. It's really good to move your bowels once a day. There you go. <laughs> That's I mean, exotic. Like, is that Hindu? No, that's <laughs> no eat roughage. Yeah, yeah. Your body yeah. likes that when it's got systems systems that are supposed to move are moving. But, but really what it comes down to a lot of that is just pretty basic. Yeah. And it, but that's where I think and unfortunately if whatever society you're in, you get this the same sort of um prejudices. The name sounds exotic. Yeah. Until the name is no longer exotic. Yoga is no longer exotic. You notice that? Oh, that's a good point. It's everywhere. That took a long time for it not to be friends. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So that's the thing. People just don't. I heard it the first time last year. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But I'm only 72 years old. I'm younger than Jerry, by the way. <laughs> You're older. I'm younger than you. Really, 71, right? You guys can I fight over that. March. You were born in February. 51. <laughs> well, when I'm your age, I'll understand, Jack. <laughs> I think that's coming up in about three weeks. <laughs> you can get to my age, yes. We'll see if you make <laughs> I've seen the world. <laughs> like point I was trying to make is it's almost three quarters of a century and I just heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. And when I did hear about it, it was like, oh, this is not, I mean, this is not super special. Yeah. 
That's what it sounds like. It's stuff that it, you should, you know, that you'd heard about. This, my friends always joke, um, my non-Ayurvedic friends always joke, so I had to do a class in Ayurveda for them to understand what it was about. And they would say, so basically what you're saying is when you're hungry, you should eat. When you're tired, you should rest. Yes. yes. <laughs> you yeah, know, so I guess you should walk around. It's like, but we yeah. don't do this, okay? So look, okay, pretend that I'm still in industry. I had a lot of meetings, a right. lot of more. Mm -hmm. I had flights to take and everything. I oh. spent most of my my life, working life, dehydrated. Right. Because I couldn't afford to have a runaway bladder you know, <laughs> at different times. And um, so, and then my sleeping, my sleep, um, things were not regular. So that's, it's a real issue. Yeah. One of the things you should be thinking about all this is like the Sutter Health webinar was mainstreamed. I mean, yeah. but did I mean, you leave it inspired to do anything different than what you were doing, or you just kind of left with this understanding that, oh, well, Ayurveda is kind of commonplace or common sense? No, I I I eat more rough age. <laughs> there you go. Look at those bowels moving every day. I, I, I'm one of those people that. Um, it gets constipated easily. Mm -hmm. Much more regular now. It's, mm -hmm. it's sort of like something I aim for. It's not something you really want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's important. Um, I I think about it every time I put ice in my drink, but I do it anyway because <laughs> it mm -hmm. slowly dilutes. The, I don't drink white wine straight. I have always have yeah. ice. Um, I don't. My grape juice is too rich for me. My cranberry mm -hmm. juice is too rich for me. So I always have ice in it. And I'm sure, you know, and I could just see the Ayurveda people wagging their finger at me, but it's like. <laughs> well, they should it, stop it, that. It, it, stop <laughs> that. We don't need some, we don't need any more things that are shaming us, you know, it's yeah. like, but, you know, just being aware of it. I think that's the biggest thing with, with my students. I used to always use the, tell me, you know, the best phrases are, I wonder, would you consider? Which is, if somebody has a problem, you say, I wonder if that extra cup of coffee you're having at five in the evening is affecting your sleep, would you consider trying a decaf beverage, you know, one of my teas or something else instead of that? And the magic part is, even if they say, no, I can't give up my evening coffee, they're, they're going to start thinking about it. Because then when they go to pour that coffee, like when you put the ice in the drink, you think, I wonder if this is having a negative impact on something. And it's then, just, you know, eventually somebody starts to think more about it. So it's kind of, I think it's just planting seeds. It's not mm -hmm. the coffee. It's the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. The coffee, you go like, oh, wow, this is the gun in my head. But the coffee, but the chocolate is a time bomb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's the sweet at the at the at the you know after yeah. dinner, whatever. No, I, I would think would be helpful for this is just my opinion, but would be helpful for your your patients would be um maybe a magnet or whatever that you put on your on your on your um refrigerator, refrigerator or whatever or pin, something to pin up with five or six or seven just thoughtful things mm -hmm. not that you have to do them but the thing that like you said you know um are you 
you know, caffeine in the evening. Maybe that's not a good idea. Drink, drink and get the uh, fiber and also, you know, get a regular, I don't have a regular um, uh, circadian system. Right. My body's trying to do it, but, but I'm not. But I'm aware of it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you live with other people and things time doesn't always work out that way. But um, but you could, I would think that might be helpful. Is having, I think that's a good idea. I had a student one time who would just give like words. She would say, your keywords for the week are nurturing, restful, and restorative or something. And so every time you're going to do anything, ask, is it nurturing, restful, and restorative? Um for that particular client she was working with. But I thought it was, it was kind of fun because then it's, you keep coming back to it and thinking, oh, there's this thing, is this cup of coffee, I'm gonna pick on coffee from it, nurturing, restful, restorative. And, and you go, man, eh, maybe not, but you may choose to do it anyway, but you've at least brought your awareness to it. And I think that's a big thing that comes up in our first part is this idea of mindfulness, just recognizing what we're doing is a huge step yeah, I made a, a, I was getting pushed towards non-fat milk mm-hmm. from whole to two to one. And I just realized I was not enjoying life. I was going to say, it's such a sad <laughs> movement. Isn't it? I went back to whole milk and I said, I'm going to buy expensive, organic, locally sourced whole, whole milk. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's just something that makes, you know, adds to my life. Yeah. And, um, and I think you should, I think, we, I think we're meant to enjoy life. I think that's, well, there you go. Yeah. You know, think one, yeah, do things maybe in moderation. Like I don't want to be doing so much full fat that I'm getting a lot of mucus and stuff, but. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're allergic to um milk products like you know then don't lactose intolerant yeah you know, if you are allergic to um gluten then don't do it but right. that doesn't mean everybody has to not do it right mm-hmm. yeah. or that it's the the food stuff is bad in some way yeah mm-hmm. and, and i think just about yeah. anything in moderation it can be enjoyed and you just pay attention to uh how much you enjoy it I know for a while we were having ice cream every night and then we thought, well, let's just push it to the weekends. Yeah. And uh, it's a little bit more responsible, a little bit better. Kind of, uh, well, then you can look forward to it. Weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's more exciting. Yes. Well, I, I tell people that the, uh, there's a part on 85 when I'm driving down that my brain will think donuts. If I turn here, <laughs> Maybe. But I only have donuts maybe twice a year. Yeah, yeah, and you enjoy them, right? Like a smoker, I think. But I mean, basically, it doesn't mean I don't think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I can't eat it all the time. I'll die. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think but, that's it. Being having, you know, and being. Ayurveda would look at it like having your digestion strong enough that you could have the donut and not suffer any consequences. You know, I had a, for that, isn't it? Right. Body, it's designed for that to be able to do things that we come in contact with. And, and I think to, to Mary's point too, and, and what Jack was doing is now it's exciting to get a donut. 
Exactly. Yeah, but every day, it's just like, you know, anything that you eat every day, a piece of bread every day or something, it's, it, it, it's, it's no big deal. But now, boy, you get a donut and you sit and you look at it and you bite it and you <laughs> just get all that sensation. Nothing like forbidden food. There you go. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to have a donut right now. <laughs> That's why I had the I'm ice I drink at your house. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's like in the morning, I have, I put together three or four or five different um, ingredients for cereal. Mm. My ritual. And it gives me my, my, um, gives me a lot of, of, um, what do you call it? The, the stuff that scrapes you, fiber. And, mm. But it's, you know, I would love to have bacon and eggs. And I do have bacon <laughs> and eggs occasionally, but mm -hmm. like really I need to have something my body seems to expect it. Mm -hmm. To, you know, to some getting into a um, what do you call it, a regime of doing something over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the things that Ayurveda was trying to say is get something that's not too destructive. <laughs> yeah. And have your get into this rhythm mm -hmm. and i think that's but that is from, from some mystic mountain that's from yeah long-term long knowledge yeah mm -hmm. well i think it's just that what we recognize or what i recognize is a lot of people get their health advice from magazines i mean and they say oh sorry i've got something really loud going by right now we don't hear it you don't hear it Oh my gosh, it was so loud. I figured no one could hear me over that. But it's like, if I get a magazine and it says, and I did this, it was in the 90s and nobody should eat any fats. So I cut like fats way out of my diet. Oh, I remember that. I got more <laughs> constipated. I got drier. My hair got dry and was falling out. And it was like, I'm a person who needs to have a little bit of fat in my diet. We all need a little bit of fat in our diet. Yeah. But the key is, not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. and you want to listen to the body, and the body will yeah. tell you. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not. I mean, if you eat a lot of lard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saturated fat's going to have more of a negative effect on your cardiovascular system, but right. you can have it every so often. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I think that's the biggest part of it is everything in moderation. You yeah. know. You know, if well, I want to. I, I don't would, do bacon, but if I wanted to do bacon I and would, eggs, it'd be like I would disagree with that. I would not do heroin and moderate. <laughs> that's that's a good point. I, I, that is true with addic physically addictive substances. I mean, I found that when I quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, I can't was, do cigarettes in moderation. <laughs> no, I a friend was quitting smoking, and I bought her a pack of herbal cigarettes years after I had quit. And um, we sat there and I would, I'd like chain smoked four of them, just the whole motion of it. And I went, okay, oh, God, no, yeah. this is bad. This is bad. I can't smoke anything because it just triggers that, mm -hmm. that addiction, that addictive pattern. Right. Yeah. It's um, for me, it's, I need to have a reason, a not unreasonable amount of food on my plate because I will eat everything on my plate. Uh. Mm -hmm. I remember it was a famous scene in my mother-in-law's house where um, she kept trying to fill up the plate. Oh, you know, and I had to finally just put my hand down and say no because I'll. 
I'm not hungry, mm-hmm. but I love the feel of stuff coming down my throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it tastes good, and it's yeah. yeah I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm full. I'm not feeling comfortable I'm down below. You know, in the whole mm-hmm. bed. I need to be. So that's an addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I think one thing is true too is that as you get older, you don't need as many calories as you did when you're younger. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. Oh, damn it. Oh, sorry. It, you're going to just get bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think maybe I do because I'm so much bigger now. There you go. <laughs> For me, I think that's because I didn't cut back on my calories. Now I just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. But it's it's true that that when mm-hmm. if you're less active and you're the metabolism shifts and oh, yeah. well well say an example when Ann and I go out to dinner we always split the meal because yeah. restaurants just don't give you enough food I mean I, I mean I'm sorry they give you too much food <laughs> and, I was wondering what restaurants you were going to right. the ones <laughs> yeah. the plates keep getting bigger like, yeah well, Linda and I starting to do the same thing because we're, we're we're finding that we're just getting we're getting too much yeah. And I will eat it. Yeah, that 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 was that's my thing too. And I'll, I, I if I have my way, I'll never go to a buffet again. Oh yeah. I, I just I don't have any willpower around a buffet. I say, oh, I've got to try that. Oh, I've got to try this, and then oh, I'll come back for that later. <laughs> and then I, and I just wait. I always leave bloated and thinking, why did I eat all that food? Yeah. yeah. Don't go to any weddings. No. <laughs> it's like it's what Sir Edmund Hillary said when he climbed Everest you know why'd you do it because it was there why'd you eat all that food because it was there there. that's right yeah so Mary how are you pulling people in for Ayurveda well my my gig with Ayurveda was always teaching and so they could they get drawn into it not necessarily through me I just um, am there when they get drawn in and so a lot of people come in through yoga that they're in now when people do yoga teacher trainings they have to have so many hours of ayurvedic training as well oh and um yeah so everybody who's a yoga teacher has had somewhere between 10 and 60 hours of ayurvedic education too so then they get interested and they do that um i teach pardon me ghettoizing it though it's still in the indian subculture yes I'm looking. I mean, <sighs> we need to get this thing. You know, it's got to start slipping out into the mainstream. That's what this I'm is saying. what I have been saying. I have been saying this for years, and I keep challenging students that I think people should run, say, a memory care facility using Ayurvedic principles, but not call it Ayurveda. It's just yeah. it's Mary's yeah. memory care. And all of a sudden you see people who are maintaining, you know, you're, you probably are still going to go into decline and uh, because of the disease, but to maintain that status quo over time, because their diet is full of nutritious food, their bowels are moving, they get regular massages, things like that. And then do the same thing with preschools. There's a certain flow of the day in Ayurveda that we look at as being really healthful for brain development and um, not call it Ayurveda. Just say, this is again, somebody's preschool or blue lotus preschool whatever you want to call it something more mainstream red rose from preschool well, because i they... interested in um uh, math anxiety in a math anxiety class at the anza college eons ago and i could get 
and a lot of women, right? Mm -hmm. They were stupid and couldn't do anything. And I would be getting them up into moving them towards intermediate algebra. But if I said the word algebra, yeah, it's just like gone. Absolute freeze. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same thing. You know, I don't know, call it Mary's you know, healthcare, who knows what. Right, can I call it anything? And it's just like, I think the word might tend um, to detract from the universal principles of it. I do agree that it does. I mean, I think eventually, maybe in 50 years, it will break through, but you won't see it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. The older I get, the less attached I am to seeing anything happen. It's like, <laughs> that's fine. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, one of the nice things about it is, okay, I do take pills. I take pills for I think statins because my doctor didn't like my cholesterol level was creeping up. I take vitamin D because I'm 72 and I take another one for depression. Okay. Mm -hmm. I hate pills. Yeah. I mean, Jerry and I took too many of them when we were. (laughs) (laughs) We had a colorful past. I've got to ask you something. You take vitamin D. You, you're outdoors all the time, working in your garden and uh, with the bees and stuff. I'm surprised that uh, uh, you get vitamin D. They're, they're, they're prescribing vitamin D to all older people for bone density issues. They're just doing it. Plain. Okay. Well, I guess when I'm your age, they'll describe it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been taking vitamin weeks. D for a while. You should, yeah? you should. Have you ever had your D levels checked, Jerry? Uh, I don't I, think so. I think our family is a genetically predisposed to low vitamin D. Huh. When I had well, my D levels finally checked at one point, I had a, it was at an 11, which is you want it between like 50 and 100. Oh. And so I take vitamin D. I have been for years just because I know my D levels are low. I get it checked every year. Huh. Well, and, maybe I should have it checked. I, I just assume because I'm outdoors a lot, I, I don't need yeah. it. Well, I think it. I think mom had low vitamin D and uh, I think Dave... Dave did as a kid. I know Keegan did. And so he he doesn't take vitamin D now. He's just a kid. So Jerry. Yes. I think you had enough vitamin D to li- live the lifespan that our species were uh, meant to live, which was about to 35 or is it 30? <laughs> well, <laughs> You're Methuselah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a pretty, it's not expensive and mm-hmm. it's a, it's um, pretty benign. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> well, and I got, you know, basically my doctor, I trust my doctor. This, yeah. this And so mm-hmm. he, you know, he mentioned it. It took me two, two, two um, um, sessions, but um, I just do it now. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, so, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll get on it. Because I, I know Ann takes it, but she's always... Um, guarding herself from the sun uh, well you know what a lot of it is you, we you can't depend on it okay mm-hmm. and if you get probably enough vitamin d with the sun in this area then you'll probably have to go in for um, <laughs> um, yeah so, vitamin d skin cancer vitamin d skin cancer yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll give it a shot. Well, you know, you should probably get a second opinion. Uh, well, 
What do you think, Mary? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan of the vitamin D. Um, Okay. You can usually stay like 1,000 to 3,000 units without Mm -hmm. any danger because you don't really want to get high dose vitamin D. It's fat soluble, so it it sticks in your, uh, it sticks around. (laughs) And so you don't want to get too much with, uh, because it can pose, I think it's some liver challenges. But if you stay like 1,000 to 3,000 units, because in the middle of summer, if you're outside for like 15 minutes, you manufacture about 25,000 units. So I know we could take it, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of vitamin D, but I also recommend people before they start supplementing with it, get their levels checked just to make sure. Because if you're in that, you know, 50 to 100 range, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're kind of golden. You could okay, yeah. And the, and the general rule that I heard from my naturopath was she said a thousand units to go up ten points. So that's why I say if you were, so when I was at eleven, I was taking five thousand units a day. Because I, oh, okay, okay. I had to get okay, I had to get higher. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. that I'm in the forties, I take mm-hmm. three thousand a day. Mm-hmm. So just. Okay. Yeah, well, but for I'm anyone who's listening to this, please it. check with your doctor before supplementing your vitamin D and just make sure mm-hmm. it's something you want to do. Yeah, but everybody listening to this, here's Ayurveda teacher, and she takes vitamin D. She's not right. going out and getting mushrooms to solve this problem. <laughs> I said, this is the whole point. It's like what yeah. they're saying is, at least the, the webinar is, there are certain things you want to use mm-hmm. um, Western medicine for. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things... Mm-hmm that you want to use alternative stuff. You know, yeah. acupuncture is becoming mainstream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. I mean, and they're starting to look at this stuff as like, but not all Chinese medicine works out well. Yeah. It's really great to get that x-ray. <laughs> well, well, certainly, uh, 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 Mary would say this too, that uh, uh, it, it's it's complementary medicine. You, you, you follow right. your Western medicine um, guidelines or uh, recommendations. And then if you want to supplement that with Ayurvedic, you do, but you don't look at it to replace Western medicine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's part of the, part of the at that point, you know, right? part of the bigger package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, that's- now you're a gardener, Jack. And it's like, I remember hearing a woman was talking about, it was an Ayurvedic teacher and someone was asked about taking vitamins. And she said, does your soil have every bit of nutrition that you need to get from those plants? And she just, she kind of was saying, you know, if you're eating food that doesn't come from that super uh, vitamin rich earth, that's got a lot of iron, magnesium, minerals, (laughs) iron, magnesium, potassium, then you're not getting it. You can eat all the carrots you want, but if they didn't grow in good soil, and I think you were talking about, you know, amendments to the soil or or maybe you're doing permaculture. I was reading between the lines. What's it called? Composter, master com. Oh, master. So composting brings in a lot of those nutrients back into the soil, and and you're going to get a a more nutritious product. And now you're going to get that energy and those minerals and those vitamins from the plants. But a lot of people are just eating ones that have been grown in factory farms, and they're just devoid of the uh, the level of sustenance. That's correct. Or or they'll do what. Uh, Steve Jobs did it says I'm just going to eat broccoli right and they forget no that's another thing that people talked about was how eat a lot of different colors ah uh, yeah and um and basically that's saying eat a broad spectrum mm-hmm. uh, and I mean that doesn't sound really like 
um, incense and jingling bells. <laughs> That's Eat right. the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. That's a Skittles. <laughs> it was like, but Skittles aren't necessarily a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the, it's the issue of I really do think that it's Ayurveda should also have some other work other names not don't get rid of Ayurveda mm -hmm. have some nicknames for it okay because it's going to be a slow boat to China on this right right um and and okay. ones that are more common yeah, and say, and and really, this is the thing that people need to really, from what I got out of the, you know, the webinar was, this is not some fringe thing. This is not something in, 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 um, that goes against or is as opposed to what I my med my modern medicine. This is something that goes with it. Right. This is part of the. This is helping you not yeah. have to take some of these things that are going to that will save your life if you go over the edge we're keeping mm -hmm. you from going over the edge Does yeah. that make sense? i like it it's like ayurveda your health companion yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like why, why do you why do i in spite of not always feeling like an exercise because <laughs> it's going to keep me out of the hospital mm-hmm same time i get vaccinated every every time my doctor says I'm, i should get another vaccination you know you, i do it because those keep me out of, they also keep me out of the hospital it's right not beta, but um i'm not pronouncing it right but um but it's it's part of the larger package that's, that's all well, Jack, thank you very much. I, I think I've got, Jerry, do you want to ask, you have any other questions? Uh, no, I, I think it's really great. And, and I think it's great that you came along, Jack, to have uh, some input on this. It was really, it was really an interesting conversation. I appreciate you sharing your in insights with us. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Good luck on your, on state, was it county fair or state fairs? <laughs> it's a, They're county fairs. Yeah. We've got the next county fair we're going to is Imperial Valley. It's got nothing to do with Ayurveda. It's just, we like county fairs. Imperial Valley, is it where you have dates? Oh, well, the, we were supposed to have dates at this Riverside one, but it was a lot of um, typical fair food, you know, fried and, and stuff like that. So they didn't have the dates here that I was hoping for. So I'm hoping in Imperial Valley, they'll have more dates. Yeah. And it, one of the things that I don't remember them talking about is encouraging us to, to eat fried butter. Are you, are you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you mean like ghee? <laughs> no. I think he means deep fried butter. Deep fried butter, yeah. Deep frying is not looked at as a, as a great way to cook food, but well, you know, but it's butter. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you get to the Midwest, <laughs> where they have Snickers salad. One of my friends went to a uh, like a Snickers salad. Snickers salad. It was made with like Snicker bars cut up, and it was just like I I don't understand that, but mm. yeah. Okay, well, good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jack. Thanks for talking with us today. Okay. Okay, bye now. Bye. Okay, well. Okay, before we cut it off, we yeah. didn't have much of an entertainment. Oh, Jack's gone. I know. I realized that he just started talking, so I figured I'll put one in. Where okay.
where we can okay. introduce them, or maybe we could record that next week. Yeah. And okay. Uh, and uh, we'll see how it uh, starts. Yeah. You, well, you could you could take a look at it and see how it sounds, and then I I, I thought I'd say, oh, you know. The, Oh, I'd love to. You'd say, "Oh, Jerry, I see you got somebody with you today." And I say, "Yes, my friend Jack. We've been friends forever, and uh, he he wants to tell you about his perspective on Ayurvedic medicine." Do you want to record it right now while we're talking about it? Sure, why not? Okay. Hi, this is Mary Thompson. I'm here with my brother Jerry Thompson. We are I your what now? And Jerry, I see you've got someone with you today. Yeah, yeah. This is my friend Jack Carter, uh, and he's uh, took a little. webinar on Ayurvedic medicine. And I thought it'd be good to hear his take on what was his view is on Ayurvedic medicine. So Jack, what do you think? Excellent. Okay, then that's it. We're good to go. And this, okay. this is Mary Thompson, Jerry Thompson, wishing you good health. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> okay. I thought that was really interesting.